sweet then. We're cousins. We grew up together. Rings and things you sing about, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. It's more than I expected. I thought your jewels were rented, yeah. but they wasn't. So run it, cousin. You all alone in these streets, cousin. And as far as real friends, tell all my cousins I love them. Oh, you not feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. Look, I'm on my grind, cousin. They told me I should come down, cousin, but I flatly refused. I ain't dumb down, no. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen you're, now you're now listening, listening to, to the Real Cousins, Cousins Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Real Cousins Podcast, episode two. I'm here with the dad jeans connoisseur, Rasan. <laughs> I don't wear dad jeans. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. What's going on? Not kind of sort of anything, dad jeans. That made me so happy just to say that. I don't know why. I'm going to be petty with that from now pretty much until... You've been petty with that since I became a dad. That's true. What's new? Probably keep saying that until we both die, to be honest with you. Get over it. It's fine. It makes me laugh, so it gives me something to talk about. Cousin, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm I'm like mildly hungover. (laughs) Oh, I'm not. I'm just... Like in a chill space. I'm ready to go out. Have a good time. It's not that full body, like, I feel crappy, hangover. It's that I'm old and and drinks hit me in a different way now, where it's like, I don't feel terrible, but I don't feel great either. It's definitely because you're getting old. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was my birthday on Thursday. Right about to say, speaking of old, like, your birthday was a couple days ago. How does it feel to be a year older? Um, I don't know, man. It feels good. Is that what you're supposed to say? I mean, I don't know. You're Courtney, so I was expecting some deep and philosophical answer. Right. Like I your mean, 33 reasons on what it means to be 33. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, <laughs> young man, young sir. You know what I'm saying? The well runs deep. You know what I mean? I can't just randomly pull out the deepness. The deepness has to come forth from its own place of origin, brother. Two All snaps. i don't know i feel good man it's another year i always get super reflective around my birthday like you know we've done the years because our birthday is only a month apart pretty much we've done the years where we turn up or do a joint turn up i think the last two years man i've just i've appreciated just the ability to to chill i feel like i do a lot on other days of the week and other months of the year so it's like when my birthday comes around i just want to chill and do nothing and it was nice i was able to do that so you know, I put that that thing up. I put it on my line. Just my thirty three thoughts about being thirty three. Some of it was life stuff. Some of it was just random stuff. I should have included also too, especially since Christmas just passed in the last week. If um, if Donny Hathaway, if Donny Hathaway's version of this Christmas is not your favorite version of this Christmas, then you've lost your black card, and we can't be friends. It's definitely my favorite version of this Christmas. Because I feel like some people are gonna be like, oh, Chris Brown, or I don't know, Nita Baker. Chris Brown isn't bad. It's not bad, but it ain't Donny Hathaway's. Right. If you come with Chris Brown, you definitely a millennial. I don't trust you. Exactly. I don't trust you. We don't believe you. If you're talking (laughs) about Chris Brown's version of this Christmas is the best version. Man, go somewhere with that. It's Donny Hathaway or die. That that was Yeah, that's a little dramatic. It was. Um, Speaking of Christmas songs, you know, we just passed Christmas going into the new year. And I must say that it has been ridiculously cold. It's been cold as hell. Yes, like colder than the last few years. Yeah. It has me worried about the rest of the winter. Yeah, I mean, Trump says it's because global warming or something. Trump doesn't believe global warming exists because he's an idiot. That's true. But we've had, like, what, three big snowstorms? It's been, like, 
below freezing for a while. Pretty much. Um, it's just really cold. As hell. I'm over it. What you gonna do? You moving? Wake up tomorrow. No. Where you moving? Nowhere. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know us Michiganders. We just complain about the cold as we stay here. When you said us Michiganders, did you include me as being a Michigander? Because I'm not a Michigander. You've been in Michigan how long? A long time. We don't need to... Hey, what, the government is listening. NSA is listening. <laughs> Chill out, bro. You asking for too much government and too much specific information already. Episode two is going to be our last episode because you about to attract them boys. Right. So how did you enjoy the holidays? Was it cool? It was good, man. I got to hang out. Good people. I got to relax. I did a little bit of work. That annoyed me, but it is what it is. How yeah. about you? Eh, you know, I was by a humbuggy this year. You were Grinchy? Yeah. You were Grinch? You yeah. were Black the, Grinch? You know, sure. the Black Grinch actually gets arrested. The Green Grinch, she gets to go away. Oh, so then I didn't get arrested. All right, cool. No, but I was just Grinchy. But the kids enjoyed themselves. They got a lot of cool things. I mean, you know, it's always fun to watch little kids tear open paper and make a mess. What gift did they like the most? Uh... I think so far it seems like they're the video games that I got them to play on my PS3, mm. which is Ratchet and Clank, and they also like their Marvel Run uh, game that I got them. What gift did they like the least? I don't know if they have one of those. I mean, well, no kids. Nice. All kids enjoy toys over clothes, so I guess clothes would always be a default worst gift. My mom gets me socks every year for Christmas really? or my birthday. I actually love it though. I'm not gonna lie. My mom used to give me pajamas every year. Pajama Yo, pants. Don't tell her this, but she got me the worst pair of pajamas or like sweatpants or something last year, and I hated them. And then I wore them, and they were amazing. <laughs> and I was so upset. I was like, I was like, I opened the box last year. I was like, what the hell are these? Yo, I'm grown as hell. I'm grown man. Ma. Like, why are you giving me these pants? I didn't wear them for like two months, and then one day I just threw them on because I was cold in my house, whatever. I was like, yo, these are amazing. And she got to be these old man loafers, like these old man like house loafers. And they keep my feet so warm. I don't know when I became this person. I don't know when the transformation happened, but it happened. And I'm not mad at it. Low-key like, flannel it. pants that are like the polar fleece yeah. are very comfortable. I'll take that. Yeah, they're very comfortable. You'll never see me outside the house in them. Exactly. I mean, but, but they're I'll nice like that. around the house like I'm chilling. She kinda. probably she probably like it probably like warms her heart at night to know that like she won that battle. You won the battle, mom, but you didn't win the war. I don't even know what that means, but right. I mean it. Speaking of Say it intensely. my aunt. We're here in New York, cousin. We are here in New York. We're here for a very random, how did super that, random quick trip. How did that happen? Well, you called me. Well, text me. I did. On, what was that, Thursday? It was Thursday. Thursday, the day of my birth. Yes. And the, said, in the year of our Lord, 1984. <laughs> <laughs> I was at work. You texted me like, hey, let's go to New York for the weekend. Yep. I was like, what? New York? Really? Like, I said, when? You said, Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Because that's how we do. We pick a flight. We're on the flight. We're out of town. OT, New York. Don't listen to anything I'm saying. <laughs> but yes, we're, that's what happened. We that picked a flight happened. around 6.30 that night. We were like, all right, we're going to New York. Word. And we're here. We got here last night. Had we a landed. great time last night. What did we do when we landed? We were originally supposed to come back to my mom's house. Right. But instead, we had a random journey into Manhattan. Word. And went to this some spot. Went to a few Met spots. up with some friends and stuff and had a good time. It was a good time, man. It was uh, it was fun to randomly go out of town and then get into more randomness. Yeah. It was cold. It was. You know, the whole having to change as we got you're the doing, car thing. I you're was... doing like elevator talk. <laughs> no, that's real. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's real. We, uh, we're idiots because we, when we decided to go out, we were like, all right, well, we got to change. And we literally changed in the parking lot of the rental car 
that we got. Yeah, and I think it was like 18 degrees. We looked like we were like bank robbers or some shit trying to yeah. run from like the law. 18 degrees, cold, hey, fingers numb. But you know what we did? We had to do. Exactly. You're doing elevator talk. Like, it was cold. Yeah, how's your day going? It was cold. Yeah, what'd you do today? It was cold. <laughs> like, Shut up. It's winter. Whatever. It was winter. It is winter. What are we doing today? I don't know. We gotta, we're doing this podcast. Yeah, we're doing that right now. I know. What are, we have to go see our uh, our grandmother. We do. At the end of the year, if you haven't, take time to talk to your loved ones, man. Do all that good stuff. They're getting older. Days are passing. Take time to actually engage with the people you love. Or the people you say you love, because maybe you don't really love them, but you don't really want to tell anybody. Right. You could feel that way. True. I don't feel that way, but hey, go for it. So, we're going to take a random jump here. Random jump. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because I was, as I do, I was scrolling through the book. And you know, I, I think <laughs> every time you say the book and you say it with that wisp of like joy, it's gonna it like, catch. It like makes me shudder. It makes me. It's scared. gonna catch. Watch. It's gonna okay. Catch. You make you're making my headache worse. Go ahead. So I was scrolling through the book the and book. I saw this story. This story. I don't know if it's real or not. But you know how it is. But it was about <sighs> this girl. What are you about to say? That caught her dude uh-huh. cheating on her okay. with her grandma. Okay. Damn. Right. Damn. And it wasn't like a story. It was like a video. Like she was recording and walked in and he was like under the covers and the grandma's. It was kind of disturbing, but it messed up and still funny. Okay. And I'm just trying to think like, what has to be going on in your life that you want to cheat on your girl with her grandma? Nothing. Nothing good. Nothing constructive. So what would you do? That's just if... the devil. That's just the devil. We just need to pray. Like, we just need to pray for that young man. But what would you do in that for situation? Grandma? Oh, everyone's catching hands. Well, damn, you can't beat up grandma. Right. Damn. I don't know. And it's like, is it so as a dude, if you walked in and your girl was cheating on you with your granddad. Is it is it different for men? I know this like might be perceived as like a chauvinistic answer or something, but is it different for men? Because we could catch a fair one. We're cousins. We fought we've gotten into physical fights when mm-hmm. we were younger. If it's like your grandpa cheating with your girl, as two men, can't you just catch a fair one? Can't you just shoot a fair one and just let that be what it is? I feel like grandma, grandpa might have to catch hands in that situation. Yeah, grandpa definitely would. Grandpa might have to get his hip replaced in this yeah. situation, B. Yeah. Like, that's just what's going to happen. But I think, I don't know. Catching somebody cheating on you with your <coughs> grandparent, I think it's even more messed up for, well, I'm not going to say more messed up. Because so, you're right, I could fight my granddad. But as a woman catching a man cheating on her with her grandma, like, do you get mad at the grandma or do you get mad at your man? Or obviously, like, mad at both, but... I don't even know how we ended up here. I said we we're going to take a <laughs> random jump. <laughs> that was a random jump. I, like that, I, I feel like that's that's like that's some shit that's traumatic and puts people in therapy. Like you walked in with your girl with your grandpa. Like man, man, so many things are wrong with that situation. From it your is. your judgment, her judgment, your grandpa's judgment and loyalty, all that. But he it's might a be. What if your grandpa or your grandma? What if they're on their last legs and they just trying to get one last joyride? It got to be from my girl though. I mean, like we could have got you a hooker. It ain't tricking if you got it. I don't know. I don't know what to say to what that. What if she wasn't like, like your solid girl? Like we could have got you a hooker. Like, That's where this conversation went. I mean, <laughs> you ain't gotta jump on my girl like she's mine. Did you see that other post that's been going around on Facebook? That's that's what we're gonna name this segment: Facebook Stories. Okay, what Face, other Facebook about? Facebook Gems. That story, that Facebook story that was going around where people kept posting about the guy. There was like a, a somebody bought a ring and it was like. Twenty dollars, forty-eight dollars, or something like that. Let's talk about that. And everybody and their mother had an opinion. So why should, why can't we have an opinion? 
What's we your can. opinion? So, speaking of wedding rings and how much they cost, personally, I don't think how much a wedding ring costs should matter at all. I don't care if it's $25, $20, $10, whatever. Because the wedding ring isn't supposed to, isn't symbolized by how much it costs. It's supposed to be just a symbol of your never-ending faith and trust and loyalty to that person. A never-ending that's so sweet. It's a circle. That's so sweet. Not oh well, they love me so much because they got me a ten thousand dollar ring, or they only love me a little bit because they got me a twenty five dollar ring. I think that women who are stuck up on the price of a ring, or even how big a ring is, are very shallow and probably don't deserve to marry the man that proposed them with whatever ring he was able to get for her at that time. I don't disagree. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's one of those things, man. It's all about you got you got to know the person you're with. If you're at a point where you're about to propose to someone. Like I, I feel like there's there as much as I hate to say it in this situation, there's valid points made on both sides. Like if you know your girl likes nice things and, and likes things at a certain price point, likes likes things at a certain level, you can't come to her with a with a with a ring pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a perfect world, we'd like to say everyone knows that the intrinsic value of a relationship is not you know the material object that you're presenting to this person. But in reality, there are people that like nice things. There are people that want nice things, and then there, and there are people that equate love. Uh, an interest to the material possessions that they're provided is messed up. I don't think like that, but you know, we all know people that do. We do, so and, it's that, like, and I don't like it. I mean, yeah. we, you're right. We both do know people yeah, that think that. But at the end of the day, when you give somebody a ring, people that are stuck up on the size of the ring or mm-hmm. the price of the ring or the beauty of the ring or whatever, like I just have feelings about that because ultimately what this man is saying is I'm pledging the rest of my life to you. Yeah. And you're hung up on, oh, the ring is small. Like, yeah. But that man I'm knows that. I'm giving you the rest of my life. But that man knows that. I I agree. I think it's whack. I saw too many comments from women saying crazy shit. No disrespect to women. I'm not trying to take shots at all, all y'all. But I saw there was a lot of women talking about, you know, I would take it back. I'd throw it back in his face. I'd do this, that, and the third. And to me, yeah, it's missing the point of like, you know, this person is saying that they love you and they're, you know, they want to spend the rest of their life with you. And ultimately, that's what's important. But at the same time, I, there there is something to be said about knowing the person you're with. If the person you're with, let you know, let's, you can make the argument if the person you're with is, you know, a millionaire and you're a millionaire, are you going to give them a, a $500 ring? No. Probably not. There's a certain expectation and a certain standard. So it's it's tough to me in those situations. All, overall, it's like, it's funny to me, you know, it's, it's you know, want to have your cake, cake and eat it too. For as much as we're equal, for as much as we, we progress, there's still an expectation um, for certain gender roles to persist. And that to me is an example of that, right? What if man was like, okay, well, why don't you buy the ring and propose? That is blasphemy. I don't well, we want. Know I don't was a little phase for right. a while. I don't. I don't want a woman to propose to me. I don't. There are still yeah, things no. for as progressive as I think that I am. There are still things that I, 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 I'm traditional about, and I, you know, I want to be the one to take that step, and I will be the one to take that step. But at the same time, what if a man said that? Well, why don't you buy a ring then? Women will look at that man like he was crazy. True. Well, there's a woman listening to this right now telling me to shut the hell up. Right. I'm not going to shut up, but I appreciate your comments, madam. <laughs> I thank you very much for that. <laughs> but Agreed. I don't know. But that, that whole thing is crazy. It's it's so funny to me. It's like, and I think especially those things, like, they exist in, like, black Twitter, black Facebook, black uh, Tumblr, where it's like we all get into these heated debates about these things that hopefully really don't matter and don't happen to us. Although yeah, we I, have seen some, I have seen some trash rings in real life, though. Yeah. I know I have a whole different outlook on rings, period. Because a ring is something that you're going to wear on your finger. Everybody's going to see great, fancy, whatever. 
But I'd much rather take that money that I'm going to spend on an expensive ring and do something that's going to benefit both of us, like put it as a down payment on a house or pay off some bills so we can start our financial journey together at a better place or put it into something else that we can actually use that Mm -hmm. means more to us than just what we wear in our hands. I don't. Even when you think of people that have like big weddings and receptions and stuff like that, don't get me wrong, weddings and receptions are beautiful and they're fun, but people spend so much money on receptions and weddings when, again, you could be using that to buy a house, buy You know, a that's, that's part of the Me Too culture, though. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had this conversation the other day and that um, how much is too much? Why, why is it that people feel the need to share and validate everything on social media? I'm not saying that before social media, people didn't want to have huge weddings and huge receptions. Obviously, we know that that is true. That's the case. People wanted to to do those things before, mm-hmm. so, before social media. But now it's like you have to make the post about the ring. You have to post, she said yes, he said yes, they said yes, they're getting married. You have to do all these things. And some of it is about, yeah, you want to share news. But there's also a portion of it, if people are being honest, where it's like people want that social validation and they want to put their, their stuff out there and they want, to, they want to participate in that game. And my question is why? I think that's just the way that our culture is now and plus people don't want that fire in the water if they don't post it like man, think about it's, if you repose it's keeping to up with girl, the joneses man yeah but imagine if you proposed to a girl she said yes and then you never said anything about it on there's Facebook. a chance that that's my that might be how i roll i mean well you might be different oh thank you so i, I appreciate that <laughs> the good and the bad of that that's but I, I think that most people if you propose to a girl and she says yes and she has it all over Facebook and you and as the man you don't say anything about it, I think that most women will have an issue with that. I think that there's a lot of guys out here that would have an issue with their girl if they proposed to her and she said yes and she never said anything about it on social media. Why? Now, that's, that's my question. I, would, if, I wouldn't if, care. To me, that's the same argument. That's the same conversation around the ring. If we know yeah. what it is, if we know the strength of our that's bond, if important. we know the strength of our relationship, I don't give a shit what anybody else has to say. I agree. I agree. Like I don't we think... we know what that is. So why do I got to put it on social media for a bunch of people? Some of which I know. Some of which, um, like if we talk about six degrees, there's people following me on social on social right. networks that are even outside of that six degrees of separation. Like I only, I don't even peripherally know you, right? Right. So it's like why why do I care to share this with you? Who Man, cares if you know? Doing it for the likes. Everybody wants the likes. I don't give a shit about the likes. Yeah, I don't either. I'm Clearly, I'm not the most avid social media user you anyway. Are not so, Jesus. I feel like I'm gonna live my life mussy. in the moment. I don't need to put it on display for everybody in the world to see. You know, let me do me. And if I see you, then great. If I don't, that's great too. You know, but I don't need to post every move that I make on Facebook or Instagram or That's making fair. this fake life. You know, I think people only post the good stuff or post the things that they think will gas them up for other people. They do it for the likes. They do do it for the yeah, likes. Yeah, I don't need the likes that much. All right. What are you watching it to? I was, that was not English. There's a good chance I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> if I don't cut that out. What am I then, watching hey, it to? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you reading? I honestly didn't know if we were going to do this segment again because I didn't know if you could read or not. But I decided to go with it. What are you watching? So I'm watching The Shooter. is a show I just finished watching. Okay. And I don't think... Based off of that movie. Yeah, so it's not a Netflix original. No, it was on on, uh, USA. USA, yeah. Yeah. And it was actually a really good show. Found out one of the executive producers was Mark Wahlberg, who was the star in the movie. movie. But the show itself was actually pretty good. It was essentially just like the movie, just broken up into smaller pieces. I mean, same exact context. You know, somebody shot somebody and framed the assassin for it, and mm-hmm. then he went and had to find out the whole route behind and all that kind of stuff. But it was cool. Okay. It was enjoyable. What about you? 
What am I watching? So I watched the Bright movie since our last uh, podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Partly because of you, right? Um, it was it was like microwaved potato salad. It wasn't that bad. Where it's like ah, you're not supposed to eat it. You're not supposed to microwave potato salad, but people do. Or maybe I just have. I want to say who microwaves potato salad. Microwave We're potato not salad. just going to skip over this. Okay. Microwave potato salad. Dude? I microwave potato salad. That sounds absolutely disgusting. I don't care. Hot what you're mayonnaise. Saying. You're saying words, but I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, so I don't care what you're saying. All right. So any of you that are listening to this podcast, we have four last time. So for the six of you listening this time, please yeah. let us know if you eat microwave potato salad. Because <laughs> the idea of hot potato salad sounds absolutely disgusting. Hey, I'm just keep it all the way 100. Uh, we had a little bit more than four. Shout out to the listeners and the supporters. Thank you. We did. You. Thank all you right. very we, much. We, we did all right for our first podcast. We out we here. Did. We're on iTunes and Google Play now, too. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. It, it wasn't the worst. Going back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the worst movie. It started off solid, and then somewhere in the middle, to me, it took a turn to the left, where it's like it had a good idea, and it had a good premise, yes. but just some of the ways in which they executed it, and some of the things that they wanted us to care about. They just did not do a good job. And I'm just sitting there like, what the hell is this? But all right. Yes. I think that, like you said, it started off very strong. There were a couple um, areas where I think they could have done things a little differently to make it better. Mm-hmm. But overall, I thought it was all right. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting it to be trash. That's real. What yeah. are you listening to? Uh, Well, as of this morning, it's been 24 Karat Magic. By Bruno Mars. You sure you want to share with the world that you've been listening to Bruno Mars all morning? Not all morning. We watched the special. It was good. Who's we? Me. Do my not aunt. say thank you. Do not say me. I did not and have a choice in this matter. Courtney. That is not <laughs> yo. That's that's libel, bro. That's slander. I will sue the hell out of you. So you didn't come in two stepping and shuffling while I was watching the special? I might have come in two stepping and shuffling, but that's also just my natural morning routine. I like to dance in the morning. People don't, Mars? people don't know that about me. People think that I'm cool or I'm quiet and calm. I'm not. Hey, two steps to Bruno Mars. It was good. The special was dope. I would go see him in concert if he wasn't charging an arm and a leg for a ticket. What am I listening to? I spent, for whatever reason, I, I ended up revisiting uh, Bill, Big Crit's new album. That was while we were on the plane. I was listening to that. Uh, and, and Lupe Fiasco is the cool. I don't know why. I don't know. I just, That's a I just album, yeah, man. I just randomly ended up listening to it wanting to listen to it and I, that was on the plane too what happened to Luke? and then actually this morning too man i think he got too woke that that's gonna be another episode attack uh, attack of the hoteps i think i think <laughs> he got yeah man i think he got too woke i think he got too woke when it came to hip-hop culture if you watch like some of his later interviews or read some of his later interviews too his hip-hop culture his his acceptance and 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 engagement with fans, man. I just think he got too woke. He started going to Japan a lot and becoming a samurai. There was like a video out there of him like really? a samurai attire with swords and shit. He started a rock band. I was a huge Lupe fan. I followed him crazy. I'm just like, man, like sometimes you got to just accept stuff for what it is. I'm all about getting to the deeper meaning and, and the deeper layer and, and diving deep and doing that hard work. But there's some stuff that is it's not that it's not that deep, player. It really is just at the surface or right below it. It's yeah, right he kind of disappeared. And I didn't know what happened. Yeah, man. I thought maybe he just did his bidding was done. I don't know, man. I, you off know, some walkabout. Lupe, come back to us. Get out of the sunken place, man. There you go. It's not. It's no fun there. Come back. Come back. What are you reading? What am I reading? Still reading the Four Agreements. I'm finishing up on that one, and the Bible this week. Okay. 
Yeah, you just you just staying with the Bible. I guess you are. It's a big. Give book. us a passage. What you got? I know what you about to do. Give us something. <laughs> hit I don't us, know. Hit us with one. Yes, you do. You know some scriptures. Oh, so the one that I tell, <laughs> the one that I've been um, it's not a scripture, but it's a prayer that I've been saying a lot lately. Okay. Is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. That has gotten me through a lot of days this past week, and earlier, and I'm sure it'll get me through a lot more going forward. When you say that, that that's the scripture you say when people are working your last nerve, and, um, you, and you try not to body slam somebody or close. No, not even that. It's not even just people. It's just situations or things that I don't understand or. You know, stopping my emotions from kind of going crazy. Sometimes you sit and think about stuff that it'll make you mad or upset or whatever. And then you have to stop yourself from going down that path and be like, you know what? Is there anything I can do to change the situation? And if the answer is no, then why am I wasting the energy and emotion on it? You no, know, just suck it up, accept it, and move on. That's real. And if it's something that you can change, quit complaining about it and do something about it. That's real. Yeah, so I use it uh, often to kind of keep me grounded. What am I reading? What are you reading? I have no clue. I just got a new book. I got a book as a gift uh, from Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh, not his, not Between the World and Me. That's a book I was reading on my Last own. Week. Yeah, but so I just started this one. I really, literally, like only read the first few pages of the first chapter. Uh, but uh, we were eight years in power. He's talking about the effect. Of oh yeah, I saw the, that. Uh, that was your house. Yeah, yeah. So I started reading that, but there was a a, a, a paragraph or a chapter title later in the book because I just was skimming certain parts of it. And uh, it had in bold letters, I think it was the title of a chapter, it was, uh, Why Do Black People Not Study the Civil War? And it was just so interesting, and it got me thinking, man, like, not to go down this rabbit hole, because I really don't feel like going down it, because I'm still semi-hungover. But, uh, you know, you know I'm a history nerd. I think history is super important, especially when you overlay it, uh, you know, or compare it against the, the events of today. And it's like, we, we, we as a people, we have people of color, tremendously, and you know, now we have more information and access to information than ever before. Everyone's... Uh, a historian, everyone's an anthropologist, everyone is, you know, a doctor and a sociologist and all this shit because everyone wants to be proven right, especially when they're debating online. But I think overall, people don't spend a lot of time doing deep dives, really reading historical texts, you know, different different books and different sources, some of them not even just printed books, but even uh, doctoral research papers that talk about historical context for people of color in America, especially. So it just got me thinking, like, man, why why don't more of us spend time you know, just educating ourselves on the past, and why don't our school systems, which we already have the answer to in a ton of different ways, do a better job of educating us uh, on past events, especially those that relate to our community and our culture? We kind of already know the answers to that to yeah. some degree. But what do we? I think that we do rely, we as a people, as African Americans or people of color, rely too much on the school system to educate our children and us about our past when we already know that that's not what's important to them or anything that anybody's willing to acknowledge outside of us word so i think that what at least what i want to start doing is educating my children on things that they should know that school won't teach them it's like having your own in-home curriculum man you gotta have books and stuff you want them to read all that very true which in turn will make you educate yourself too because as i want to teach them new things i'm sure i'll find out new things too word but then that's how they grow up and be not only uh positive contributors to society but can actually have intelligent conversations about not just history but about who they are where they come from and how we got to where we are and have good insight to build upon them that word you ready for the next segment yeah you really want to do this what is it you want to dive in you scared are you scared i ain't never scared okay it's simple it's easy what are your uh 
your final thoughts for 2017. This is, it's literally the, the day before New Year's Eve. It is, isn't it? Yeah, man. We're about to go into 2018. New year, new me, baby. I hate that. What? New year, new me. New you about year, to be in the gym. Same you about you. to get your hair on fleek. You about to get your skin right. About to get the melanin <laughs> popping. Get the outfits. Your glow up about to be real. What was the best part of your 2017? Oh. You know, I'd actually have to think about 2017 to think about what the best part was. As a side note. I just want the audience to know that when I talk to you about getting your melanin popping, you're actually sitting here with a do-rag on with the flap out. That's how you know you're living your best life. The flap is not out. That's how you know you're living your best black life. Whatever. The flap when is you not wear out. the do-rag with the flap out, that's how you know you're wearing your best right now, black life. The flap is not out. Yo, there's a key. There's a science. It is ever so hoodly You tough. need the right material. You ever seen a, a, a cotton do-rag? It's trash. You need that silky do-rag with the flap out that just flaps in the wind like makes you look silky like a black superhero. Smooth. Like real talk, you can stand up there next to the Black Panther, yo. You could come, you could stand next to him on the I movie poster in you. February. It looks, it looks amazing right and beautiful. I hate you a little bit right It's now. like soul glow, but better. Whatever. So do-rags, with the, do-rags with the flaps out. That's the episode name. <laughs> <laughs> the flap's not out. So getting back to the question about 2017. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think 2017 has been a very trying year for me. I'm actually happy to see it go. Looking forward to 2018. So my final thoughts for 2017. Well, what's the best part for 20? What's been your best part of 2017? Let's start with the positive. Oh, I'd have to think. So you go first. I need to think about positives in 2017. My my best part of 2017, man. I I did I did hella traveling this year. Um. I started the year in Chicago in between, I literally, like, New Year's Eve of last year into New Year's Day, I was in Chicago. I, in between, I went to Mexico. Uh, Damn, I just totally blanked out of the places I went. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I was was, was in LA a few weeks ago for work. I've been in Atlanta, New York, of course, Chicago, uh, Again, a few times I went to Cambodia on the first class international flight with the feets up. I'm gonna say this, man. I gotta share this. I, you know, I, I mentioned it a little bit last episode. Like, if you're in a certain place, you gotta live your best life, man. Especially if you know you work hard, you deserve it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. That's what they say in the streets. But uh, I find a petty joy. I'm not gonna lie. I find a petty joy. It's an amazing joy. It it warms my heart. Because I, I, I know, I don't think that I look as, as old as I am. And especially if I'm dressed super casual, if I have like jeans and Tim's on or something like that. And I walk in on a plane and I get in first class and I always see an old white man that looks at me like, why are you here? No, dude, you kind of like you're 40. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin that whole story. <laughs> you mad because I, I, facial hair. You mad because I, I talked about the do-rags with the flaps out. It's no, okay. Whatever. I'll take that. But anyway... To my point is, is that like in those moments man that's trying when to, be cool. to me it's like it's for the those are those are those little even though it might be a little selfish for the culture moments where it's like yo we we can go and we can trend set and we can put our our feet and our bodies and our minds in places just like you can. There's nowhere that we are denied access to. And obviously, yeah, we know we've come up, we've come a long way as a people, as a culture, as a, as a race. But we also know that there's a long way for us to go. And everything counts, in my opinion. As I am a student of history, everything counts. It doesn't matter whether it's it's in the boardroom, 
It's in the mailroom. It's on. It's on the plane too. It's wherever you can go, we can go too. And we should have the expectation and the understanding that we belong here too. We belong everywhere because the world is not denied to us. So it's like in those little moments, like you know, when I got on the plane to uh, to Cambodia to go there for the first time, and ended up randomly being able to sit in first class. It was cool, you know, and everything. And there's, there's levels to everything. If you come from my background, your background, these aren't things that are guaranteed or granted to us. We didn't, sure. we didn't walk into these things. So, you know, there might be people listening like, oh, what's the big deal? It is a big deal. It's a big deal, one, for your own personal experience. And, and not just that on like a petty level of like, oh, I experienced this. But just also, you know, get. it's okay to experience new things. It's okay to level up. It's okay to expand outside of your comfort zones. It's okay to occupy spaces where people don't expect us to be and be true to yourself when you do it. That's the most important thing. Yes. I if agree. you get to those spaces... Oh, that's Don't another thing. There I and then right. If you get to those spaces and then act crazy about letting other people in that look like you, you, that's the worst thing you can be. Right. I won't say the title of it is what it is, but that's the worst thing you can be. So for me, being able to go to Cambodia, that was probably one of the highlights of my year just because it's it's a it's it was such a, a distinct difference from the culture that I'm used to being born and raised in America. And also just shows it showed me and proved to me again that no matter where we go in the world, people of, of dark skin are treated as a spectacle because I got stares the whole time I was there and not, and not all, you know, malicious, not all like, you know, Oh, it's a black person. Some of it was like, what the hell are you? So, you know, some of it was like, I've never seen a black person. No. Some of it was like, why are you here? Especially when we went to more of the, the rural parts of Cambodia, like a couple hours from the capital mm-hmm. where it's like, they really, if, if ever, at least don't often see a person of color, even though there are Cambodians that look black like me. That is actually so, pretty cool. I'm looking forward to going one day. Yeah, it was, that was a cool trip. That was probably one of the best parts. And then just in general, I, you know, getting getting more on my hustle game, man. Getting getting smarter and wiser when it comes to uh, what I want to do with and about my future. And also, you know, connecting people to things that they want to do. I like being able to help people, especially people that, that come from where I come from and look how I look. That was the best part of my 2017. Now you answer. All right. You got it? Yeah. All right. So the best part of my 2017, honestly, was me. Um, I did a lot of self-reflection um, and stuff like that in 2017. So, you know, I hate to, I don't want to be all super religious, and I'm not going to go there with that, but I did a lot of faith work in 2017, kind of getting myself grounded in who I am as a man, who I am as a father, who I want to be. And who I should be as a husband and how I should walk as a man of God. Um, And I did a lot of work on that for all of 2017. And I have to say that I'm very pleased with where I am with myself at this stage in my life. Um, I have a different piece like inside of me as far as my my motivation, my purpose as a man, what I'm supposed to do um, and kind of what my journey and what my walk is supposed to look like. Um, So I think for me, where that was also one of the most difficult um, transitions I've had to do, it was also the best one that I've ever that I've ever done personally. Um, So that was probably my highlight of my 2017 is just the strides that I've made to improve myself, um, both spiritually, physically um, and mentally. That was a good answer. Look at you being all smart and deep. Look at you using, using the brain muscle. I did. I did. What uh? What would you say was the worst part of your 2017? Oh, well, that's a long answer. Keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long answer. Um, 140 characters or less. Uh, the worst part of 2017, I think, is 
as I went on my faith journey, the uh, what seems like the lack of other people's faith. Not other people's faith in like religion or anything like that, but lack of other people's faith in things that they believe in or should believe in or what's important to them or me. Or you. Um, things like that. Just the lack of support, um, faith, and things that are supposed to be important to people. I think the realization of that um, kind of stung a little bit. You know, and also just, I don't want to say expectations, but, you know, just when people fall short of what your expectations are, is that sometimes those kind of sting. Yeah, man, expectations, man. Expectations are the dream killers. Expectations are are the relationship killers. And not even the expectations themselves, but the the failure to meet them, whether they be realistic Mm -hmm. and fair expectations or, you know, whether they be unrealistic and unfair expectations. So that brings me to my point. Yeah, I'll stay the worst part of 2017. I'll, I'll stay with expectations. I think for me, 2017, the worst part. So, you, I mean, you already know I have a close friend, a uh, friend who's like a brother to me, who uh, was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago. And um, it's just, you know, he, he was pushed to uh, or, or said to be stage four this year. And so, I mean, what was just difficult was watching him deal with that, still trying to support him through that. Um, And then also, you know, there were times during that period where we were, you know, asking for help um, and and seeking help from the community, from from his friends, from my friends, from people that, you know, you know, genuinely know him and 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 admittedly from from strangers. And, you know. I think that was a huge learning lesson and that was that was one of the most beautiful but also one of the worst parts of 2017 for me is that you know I'm I know a lot of the the details of the stuff that this person is dealing with um and that's not for everyone to know that's not my story to tell but it's it's crazy to me especially while we're talking about expectations it's crazy to me that especially like for me there were strangers there were people that don't know this man at all there were people that never met this this person this person is my brother this person is genuinely like impacted and helped my life and there were strangers that took time to acknowledge it. There were strangers that took time to support it. There were strangers that went out of their way who who don't know him and are really only cordially cool with me, but saw stuff I posted, saw stuff I put out there and and acknowledged it and went out of their way to contact me or contact him or donate money certain times when we, we had to go fund me up. And, you know, to the point of expectations, why expectations can be dangerous. You know, there are people close to me, close, close friends, close family, close people, even closer to him who didn't acknowledge it, didn't support it, didn't donate to it, didn't do anything. And it, and it just messes your head up. And, it, and all that comes from expectations, right? It's expectations about, oh, I would do this if this was reversed or X, Y, Z to the third, or just the expectation of like, you expect at least, you know, people in your inner circle or people close to you, people in your family, people close to the situation to acknowledge it and deal with it in a certain way. And when you have strangers that deal with it and acknowledge it way better than people who are close to it, that that can that can mess up a lot of the thing different things and make you look at people crazy. So for me, twenty seventeen that that probably was the worst part of it. But I think a lot of lessons were learned from it too. So it's it's you know yeah, like I said, twenty seventeen can vamanos. Anything you anything you would redo the whole year. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna move on. I don't have as much. You said the whole. 
year. 2017 yeah. was not what's up. All right. It was not what's up. What are your predictions for 2018? 2018? Yes. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, one, because I feel like from where I am now, I can only go up. Um, I think there's a lot of things that are going to happen in 2018 that are are going to be beneficial for me and my family. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. The energy in 2018 is going to be very different. It's already different now at the end of 2017. So I'm just going to ride that out and be continue to be the best me that I can and do right. things that before where I may have talked about it. I plan on actually putting them into action in 2018. So 2018 is going to be the year of not talking about it, but being about it. I dig it. Yeah. I predict that in 2018, Donald Trump is going to start a war with Skynet in North Korea. Bam. Okay. That's one. <laughs> uh, two, you know that meme that has been around the last few years where it's like that woman carrying the sack on her back, walking up the steps and walking yes. out of the year. Yep. I predict that I'm going to see no less than 172 of those on okay. Instagram, at least. 172. Yeah. All right. I believe when Game of Thrones comes back. Okay. I think that Jon Snow is going to off Daenerys, marry Cersei, and take take out the Night's King. No, this that's what I'm stretch. going with. It is a stretch, but this off the, is this why is, is he off Daenerys. This is this is my world. This is the world I'm living in. I didn't ask you to join, so you stay all over right. there. Let me throw out my predictions. Okay. They don't all got to make sense. I know I'm more lo- more logical thinker than this, but I'm going with this. Just follow right. me. I got you. Okay. Because I don't, but, here's right. the thing, Daenerys. Spoiler alert: If you didn't watch it, I don't know what to tell you at this point. I don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, Daenerys is a threat to his throne. Right? Technically, he's the king of the realm. But they're like feeling each other. Yeah. So they're gonna. You never wanted up... to kill. You never wanted to kill a girl that you were feeling. Exactly. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. They're gonna end up doing it. They already did. They did, right? Yeah. He was injured. That's See, right. You're not a real fan. You're not paying attention, man. I forgot. She came in there all wiping him off. He she went, did. He went she back did. after the room, like, "Hey, girl, yo, what's the up? is kind of bad. Like, mm, is she though, or is it the power that surrounds her?" I said, kind of. Okay, because in real life, because in real life, you know, like one of the magazines, like People Magazine, Time Magazine, one of those magazines, like last year, named her the sexiest woman alive, and I was uh, like, ah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that might have been her character. She's a pretty woman. She's a pretty yeah. woman in real life. She's pretty, yeah. but uh, sexiest woman alive. That's I don't know about that. what's the criteria of sexy that she's we're talking a too about? Pale. Yeah. Okay, you said that. I didn't say that. Yeah. That was racist. It's not. She's it just really. Pale. I'm like, you need vitamins. Why is she really? That's where you went. Like Casper's mom. Casper's mom. Mm-hmm. I I don't uh ladies and gentlemen, that was <laughs> those are the views and opinions expressed by uh Rasan. I do not share those. I love everybody. I just want you guys to But know. she's an attractive pale woman. No, but in all in all seriousness, my my prediction for twenty eighteen, I I mean, I think I've said this to you before. I don't we I don't think either one of us really vibes with the whole New Year's resolution thing. Right. I don't exactly for me I I think uh my typically when I come into a new year I, I have kind of goals that fall into the year and that fall into the larger context of whatever my two, three, four, five month plan is or my 12 to 18 month plan is really. Uh, last year I had a theme or a goal. I wanted to be, I wanted to practice mindfulness last year, right? I wanted to be, you know, calmer, more aware of certain things uh, in, in relation to certain things in my life. I failed. That, that was a fail, <laughs> right? Last year was my year of reckoning. I think I had a lot of tough conversations, a lot, had to face a lot of stuff. Last year, this year, man, 2018, my my only goal, my only uh, expectation, my only theme for this year is execution. I've said that to a few people in just general conversations about 2018 is, is execution. 
you know, I, I'm in a good position with a lot of stuff and there's other stuff that are, that are not, um, suffering, but they're, they're, they're balls in the air and I got to catch those bitches and dunk them. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, 2018 is all about execution. Even, even this podcast being an example of that. Like we talked about it, we talked about it, we talked about it, we talked about it until we were like, yo, we're doing it. This is the day it's going live. We didn't do any, we, we had are done, doing it. Right. We, we are done having any work. America listen to us. Exactly. And now we're already and on our we second episode. About having your balls in the air. I'm just saying, out of all the things you could have used, you chose to use. There's a lot of balls. I in the played. Air. You know, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> you it was it, it was like a basketball analogy though. It was like catching an alley oop. Like it's it's well, catching alley oop is different than saying you have balls in the air. You <sighs> said it. You, you didn't such, think I was gonna let that just like pass and not such, address it. You're such a jerk. So that's my goal for 2018, man, or or my theme for 2018, just execution. Dunking no the balls no in talking. The air. No whatever. Whatever. Shout out to the people that have listened to our podcast and support and genuinely, you know, rock with us, whether it be personal, whether they really like the podcast. Maybe you don't like the podcast, but you listen to it. Yes. Thank if, you for your support. If you're listening thank to you. it, and I'm tying this to my 2018 theme of execution. If you're listening to it and you're like, man, we've been talking about doing a podcast, blah, 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 we, well, I want to do it. Do it then. Do, right. it. do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. For all those do that it. listen to our podcast, great things shall come to you in 2018. Right. Do it. That's the goal you. for 2018. If you listen to this and you talk about I could do a podcast too, do it. Because right. I bet you, I'm not gonna say that. Do it. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about it. Just do it. Exactly. Just That's it. it. Yo, what up? Next, you ready? What are we going into? Cousin questions. Ah, the cousin questions. Cousin questions. Okay. Yo, I swear I'm gonna learn how to sing one day. I promise You're you. You're not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take singing lessons. That's what I'm gonna do in 2018. I'm gonna take singing lessons. I'm gonna come back and I'm just gonna belt out like a ballad one day. And you're gonna look at me like, who is this old Luther Vandross ass nigga? What? I might just happen. chop you in the throat. You this might just like, chop you in the throat. This nigga gonna learn how to sing and I still don't know how to sing. That's fine. Yeah. You wanna go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first because I like this question. Okay. So, would you rather be invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? You're trash. Um,. I think that I really want to fly, but if I'm being honest, being invisible for one day has more practical uses. <laughs> okay. We talk about, we could go up its student loan offices, erase records, walking. Yeah. I'm not allegedly, allegedly. I mean, allegedly, we could allegedly, hypothetically do these things. Not that we would, because these things are terrible and bad, and you should never do them. But... You could, you know what I'm saying? You could. Walk into some banks and get a whole bunch of documents notarized. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you thought I was gonna take it somewhere else, but I took it I took it where you didn't expect it. You could do a lot of things, I think, and, and not and, and I'm not even going to the pervy places that I know some listeners will go to because you nasty. You had some nasty thoughts when I said being visible for a day. You should yeah, be ashamed of yourself. Say ten Hail Marys. And keep it moving. That's what I. But I'm gonna go with that. I do that I, as I soon as the show is over. And I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the listeners that are thinking inappropriate thoughts with that oh. question. Well, to those <laughs> listeners, I vibe with you too. What would you, What would you do? I would probably do the invisible thing for a day, just because flying for a day, like how fast can I fly? Like, right. what Where if I can't I cover that much ground? Like, what, what if, if I can only fly like 20 miles an hour? You can't really do nothing. Well, what that. if you can cover like a dumb amount of ground and you get somewhere and then your day is up and then you stuck? Right. Or what if you fly like. To someplace on the other end of the world where you're already like back a day, does that mean now you can't fly anywhere? And you're stuck there, or like, 
How does the time See? affect all that? So See? it's too many ifs, ands, or buts about flying for a day. So I'd probably go with the invisible for a day to use it for all the things to entertain myself. I have a bunch of questions. I, I already know the answer to this question, but I have to ask it because it's so amazing. What's okay. your What's your least favorite word? <laughs> You're a jerk. You're a jerk. <laughs> you want me to say it for them? I'm going to say it. No, don't. I'm going to say it. Because I have to gross. say it. I have to say it. Yo, my cousin's least favorite word. One, if not his least favorite word, at least in the top three, is moist. That is such a disgusting word. Moist. You guys hear? I, I gotta lick my lips, uh, like just this is moist. So I'm glad they can't see you. And I'm moist. Upset that I have to sit here with you. Moist. <laughs> it is actually proven to be one of the country's most hated words. Where do you get these facts? Where do you get these alter these alternative facts? Where did you Lay get these Google. facts? Google. Mm-hmm. I'm not even about to Google that. They have stuff. Google it. They have no, all no, the no, studies no, all the time of the most hated words and moist. I think is in the top ten, five maybe. It's a horrible word. It's a disgusting I'm, word. I'm not 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 doing it. And That's, all of you that use it and don't find a problem with it, I judge you. I don't. I don't know if I have a least favorite word. Well, I've never. There's no. There's no word that makes me like shudder. Uh. Trump. <laughs> that's that's my new least favorite word. All right, you had another question? Uh, let me see. Do I have another question? Okay, this is one that I asked your mom, who gave me a completely different answer out of the options. Okay. So, would you rather have a shirt that's two sizes too big or one size too small? Two Not sizes. just a shirt, like all of your shirts. Would you rather be two sizes too big or one size too small? Two sizes too big. Why? Cause you know we've all seen someone wearing that that tight schmedium, <laughs> that that uh, that shirt that looked like it got dried in the dishwasher or something, yes. and we know that they look crazy, bruh. I'm not trying sure. to. I'm not trying to. Not that I have them, but if I did, I'm not trying to have my man boobs be out here for display. I am not an object. I am a person. I have agency and identity, and I don't want people looking yeah. at me because I'm wearing some tight clothes and blaming me. For stuff that happens to me, yeah, so I nobody I wants two the bottom belly big. hanging out. Exactly, little tank top. Exactly, I'm not that trying. I'm not trying to look like Uncle Ruckus out here. <laughs> like that's not the life I'm trying to live. What about you? I don't. Well, honestly, if I had a shirt that was one size too small, I could probably make that work. It might be tight, and it may split at some of the seams. It's because you're a very petite man. No. <laughs> Man, you do really make me want to punch you. Sometimes. I'm sorry, my jokes. Let's go back to like my last episode. When, like, my who do you want to punch in the face? That's fine. I think that would be my right jokes now. about you make me laugh so much. Yeah, I think I would do one size too small because I could make that work. And we're only talking about shirts. Two sizes too big on me was just not. That's just not gonna work for me. I have a question. Okay. We All right. Would you rather relive the same day for 365 days? Or lose a year of your life. <laughs> well, it depends on what day. What laugh was that, G? Like, <laughs> yo, that was an evil ass laugh, bro. It depends on what day. Is, do I get to choose which day I get to live over again for three hundred sixty-five days? Let's let's go. Well, I feel like that's too easy. Because I would definitely relive a couple days. I, I feel like that's yo. I don't even want to know where you're going. I'm. You're making me regret this question. To be honest with you, you. asked it. Um. Sure, we'll say you get to choose today. Because obviously, if that's the answer, if that's the way it goes, then yeah, you probably would choose that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would choose that because I feel like I, I. But I don't even care if I get to choose. Nah, yeah, I don't want to choose like a terrible ass day. Right. Some days That'd you would trash. never want to repeat again. Other days, like you know what? Today was a good day that I would redo. And and yo, I'd become. I'd like learn how to play the piano. I'd learn some crazy stuff over the course of a year if I'm just repeating that day. Well, if you're it's repeating like that day, you day. wouldn't be able to learn anything. No, but you are no, you know you're repeating today. Oh yeah, that's true. We didn't really add those that context to it. Like, is it Groundhog's Day? You gotta day think deeper. You gotta think deeper. Is it, shut up. Is it Groundhog's Day where like you know you're repeating the day, or it's like you're just repeating the day? I Technically, was... we could be repeating the day right now. We could have filled in this episode like 364 times that we don't even know it. This is getting too deep. We're getting into like exactly. an exception. In another now. universe, we could be repeating this day right now. You could be sitting here with your do rag flap out. The flap is not out. <laughs> you mad? Just putting it out there. The you flap mad? is not out. Get off the flap. Don't ever record an episode looking like this ever again. I wish we had video. Jesus Christ. Bro, you have any more questions? No. Do uh, I don't know. I don't know. You sure? I just said I don't know. Uh, I don't have one right now. Okay. You have another one? Uh, we're gonna. I don't know. Y- yes. Okay, what you got? Because maybe I do have. Why one. I got? Why I got all these? Would you rather uh, questions? I need to do better. Because you're jacking off my style. Shut up. Would you rather be handsome but stupid, or intelligent and ugly? It's easy because you're already ugly. So like, what? What is the issue? Oh, because nobody saw that joke coming. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty that cool. I gotta do better. Yeah, I'm not a comedian, good. man. I'm just a shit talker. Go ahead. Intelligent and ugly. Or handsome and stupid. Huh. You know, if I was intelligent and ugly, what does that mean if I'm going to spend the rest of my life alone? Well, I guess their women aren't don't look at looks like men do. There's some woman that's going to fall in love with an intelligent man that's butt ugly. Yes. That happens every day. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe that's I'm I there's not even a question in my mind, man. Yeah. I'm going with uh with ugly but I wonder what would happen if we beauty's asked a woman to, I wonder what would happen if we asked a woman the same thing. We question. should ask we should ask my mom that. Oh Jesus. That's uh that'd be a good one. Yeah. I but I would choose I would choose intelligent and uh and ugly without even a question. Because beauty fades to any reasonable degree. And if I'm intelligent and really smart. I can probably think of an idea or create a company or do something that will build wealth that'll, that'll allow me to help more people than just me, more people than even just my family. And that's going to improve my circle and increase my circle. So there's going to be someone in that circle, some woman in that circle that finds me attractive or is drawn to me or likes me, despite the fact that I might be intelligent, but ugly. So I'm, I increase my likelihood, I think, of success and attracting people if I do that versus if I'm just a pretty idiot working at Burger King. No disrespect to anyone that works at Burger King. Because your breakfast croissants are amazing. I don't eat that trash. Well. But no hate to those that do work. I haven't eaten it in a long time. Do what you got to do to make money and pay your bills and live life and all that other stuff. So can we bring our special guest? Right now? Yeah. If she's on, I'm down. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Hey, it's my mom. She's on the podcast with us. Don't say your name, mom. We're not going to say your name. You're just going to be my mom or Auntie T. Okay? Okay. I want to give a disclaimer to people. Look, we're all about feedback. We're all about responsiveness. Ask your questions. We're all about a healthy dose of trash talking. If you say anything crazy about my mom in the comments, you better keep that same energy when you see me. Okay? (laughs) Keep that same energy. I'm not if you're gonna add if you're gonna add I'm seasoning, if you're gonna add seasoning to your comments, keep sensitive. the seasoning when you see me. 
I'm not joking. I'm going to punch you in the throat. I'm not joking. I'm a throat puncher. I'm not sensitive. That was a disclaimer to the audience. I just want them to know. I'm not sensitive. We know. I'm not saying you are. I'm telling them about me when they see me in the streets. Okay. Okay. That's one. Now, the second uh, uh, warning I have to give is, Mom, I have a certain reputation. I have a certain image out here. Don't be talking crazy while you got this mic in front of you, okay? Okay. Let's let's act like we we were raised with some sense. I'll try not to be crazy. All right. How are you feeling, Mom? Listen, today is what's today? Today is the thirtieth. Oh, is it of December? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Well, as we approach the end of the year. You know me, I'm grateful for many, many, many things. I'm in the presence of my son, my nephew. Hey, nephew, what's going on? I haven't seen you in a minute since you (laughs) were putting those hot dogs on the grill. (laughs) So it's all good. You know, we're approaching a new year. Good things are going to happen for good people. That's how you feel? Absolutely. Do you have any thoughts about 2017 you want to share, Mom? Well, it just felt like the year of crazy. You know, who you tell it, but politics aside, because we're not going to make this political. No, we're not. It was very, very stressful and intense. But although I'm saying politics aside, politics had a lot to do with the crazy. So we're all here. It's the end of the year. We're going to hit reset and figure it out again. That's what we need to do. People We need to figure this out. Do you have any predictions for 2018? Woe is me if I could see into the future. For real, you what you you want to you want to get real Zora Neale Hurston I'm and like you're trying to get real saying, poetic. Why don't you talk? How, why don't you let I'm them just, hear how you usually yell at me? And now you're gonna be whoa, whoa is me. Why Clutches my that? pearls as I, I articulate my. I know. What? Didn't you what? see how I did that? <laughs> crazy. Like, they, did you see the really like clutching you know they, of the pearls Ma, in that don't exist? Ma, you know they giving can't. Giving you full acting. They can't. Ma, you know they can't okay, see you. Okay, right? but everyone has a creative imagination. Okay. That's why we're here. Okay. That's why you're here. Okay. 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 All right. Predictions for 2018. Yeah. No, I think that while I'm not going to predict because I can't do that. You know, every day is a gift. Yeah. Right? You wake up every morning, you plant your feet on the ground, you are supposed to say thank you. But anyway, 2018, I think we become a little bit more human. You think so? What does that mean? Well, I think if you say it enough, you begin to rationalize that I am human. Okay. Therefore, I show empathy. You know, say no to the haters out no there. No to the haters, exactly. No to the haters out there, absolutely. The world is going to be a lot more diverse. We are going to be human in our kind. Got that? Human, human kind. in our kind, I see. Oh, oh, kind. oh. you slick out here, human player. I see you in the house. Oh, you see that word? Like bars, 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 bars. Human in our kind. That's where we when are. When you dropping the album, Mo? I don't know. A little something, something. Who don't knows? I don't you are just too cool. <laughs> You're too cool in this mic today. That's how you feel it, huh? No, I'm just saying. That's this really is how, how you I feel. feel. It. You know, it's about the people. It is. It's about the Everything people. we do is about people. You taught me that. It is. It's always about the people. Mom. Yes. Would you? Did you wait? Did you ask her this before? The shirt question. Yeah, but she gave me a complete right. So ask her the question again for this. So the question I asked Courtney, I'm going to ask you. Would oh, you rather I say your, it backwards. Okay, guys. No, I said, would you rather have your shirts be two sizes too big or one size too small? And two you sizes said, too big. Why? 
For the same reason that Courtney said? I didn't hear what Courtney said. Oh, what so was your reason? Well, I'm not so big on everything being snug and tight-fitting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's big and loose, things could be hidden under big and loose. You, know you could do I mean? more with it. You could you're talking about like you, a dress. You're talking about hiding your blade. You're trying to let the people know you're carrying just, that weapon. I'm not talking about weapons let them know. of mass let destruction. Them know. Let, them, let them know. Let them know. Let them know. Not about weapons of mass destruction. Let them know not to roll up on you. Where you from? Where you from? About, let them know where you from. You know, excuse me, I'm from BK. Hello, thank you. <laughs> that was the most counter. <laughs> That was the softest way you I'm to say you're from Brooklyn I'm ever. Some yeah. BK, BK, BK. What happened to you? What did you What did you lose your New York card? Um, I've never lost it. <laughs> okay, I've never lost it. I claim New York all the time, as recent as last Friday. Right. You know, but uh, do you still keep a razor blade it. in your mouth? Uh, get out of town. I've never. <laughs> I don't believe in violence. I believe in peace and love. All right, so I have another question for you. Okay. So your son is that what cousin, Courtney said? He likes it two sizes too yeah, big. Yeah, I said two sizes too big. I mean, he said he wanted, he wanted to do his because he likes to make dresses out of his big shirts with a belt. Yo, oh, I'm, oh, that's that. really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm about to punch. I'm oh, about to punch you. Oh, he didn't say that. I'm about oh, to punch. Okay. Why? You raised me. You, I came out of you, and you're gonna sit here and listen, listen to this idiot. Right. Talk so about, that's a great next question. My next question is this: So your son, my cousin, just turned thirty-three. How do you feel about that? Wow, man. Why are you putting my age I out there, am, though? Uh, Why are you putting my age out there, though? How do Whatever, I feel yeah. that here we are 33 years later? Yeah, 33 years later. My son who came from the bosom of my soul. Okay. I'm was, just simply saying. That was deep. 33 is, wow. I mean, first of all, you did the big two five. Yeah, what happens if we become famous and then I got to lie about my age? You know, well, hey. We gonna this out. is we gonna not fake out. news, bro. <laughs> this is right. not fake news. You're right. Carry it well. Be proud that both of you had made the big three three. Word. See now, I put it out there. His stuff out there. You see how I exactly. did that? Exactly. I see. That's you cool. Know, you real I'm slick. proud of my, yeah, you know of what my I mean? double threes. You slick. Well, you know what it means that we are supposed to get better. You know, achieve better, think better, be smarter. Oh, is that me making like? Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Stuff in the table, girl. Special effects, because you know I talk with my hands and everything. That's called um, gesticulation for those of you that don't know. You're oh, so what, smart. What, really? Yeah. Thank when you, you talk for with your hands, don't, it's called don't, gesticulation. Don't thank him for that. Why? Don't give him that. I had to drop a, knowledge. I'm supposed to learn a new word every single day. Thank you, nephew. Go ahead, thank Google you. If you don't believe me. I know you that know? that's what it's called. You're not okay. the only person that knows what gesticulation okay. is. Wow, Whatever. very cool there. So, so. Does it feel like 33 years for you? How have we changed? No, just you guys were just like little onions. Onions? Not too long ago. Out of all things, onions. Because yeah. when you peel back the layers, there's another layer. Oh, man. You just don't understand. See you out here. High five, Mom. There Thank you, you go. There <laughs> you go. Deep like that. And, they don't understand um, this, man. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're not going to understand it, this, Mom. It makes Random me Random question. Feel, if you had to be makes... onion, what onion would you be? What type of onion? I'll be a Vidalia. I'll be a red onion. I'd be a red onion. Why? I don't know. I'll be a Vidalia. That's the first thing that came to mind. It just, it just, it's colorful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's colorful. Everyone likes red onions. But okay. a Vidalia is sweet. They are. Because he's sweet. Yes. <laughs> Don't be talking about He's a nephew. sweet man. He's a good man. That's what I meant. Absolutely. See what I meant. <laughs> Absolutely. Courtney's a, a jerk. Good man. You know? Absolutely.
Absolutely. You both are. How, uh, how, very uh, proud of you. We try. We try to be decent, decent human beings. We try to be, you know. Right. We try to evolve. You always talk about well, you know, evolving the foundation and walking is, on path. The foundation is solid. You know, it's it's a good thing. I want to ask you about this. We, we were talking about it a second ago. And you're a, you're a wise woman. Remember, keep the seasoning out of the comments, people. Because if you say something crazy, keep that same energy. I'm not sensitive. Go ahead. Okay. She's not. My hands are. But Would you stop threatening the people. <laughs> I just said I'm about peace and I'll love. Cut, I'll cut that out. Well, okay. you know, hey. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. There was a there was a thing that was posted on on Facebook. Rasan will call it the book because he's yes. uh, it's the book because okay. he's special. Okay, um, the book. But there was a bunch of women. There was a bunch of men. There was a bunch of people uh, talking about. There was a picture that went up. Basically, someone like proposed to their fiance. A man proposed to his fiance using a ring that was like fifty dollars. Something had the price tag. Something crazy. So it sparked this whole debate about uh, would would you say yes if your man came and proposed with a, a ring this cheap. And, you know, people were saying, you know, if you're not financially able to afford a better ring, you shouldn't propose. Then there's people saying, you know, the ring amount doesn't matter as long as you love each other. People on both sides of the debate. Debate. Where do you land with that, mom? Bring us all. Give us all the wisdom or not. It's like Christmas. Right. Okay. Which has become very commercialized. Word. Right. It's like Christmas when everyone says, what do you want for Christmas? And I think it's great because when you ask me half the time, I don't really know. I have to think of something. But it's like Christmas. It should not be about what do you want as a gift. It should be my intention is I thought enough of you to present you with this gift, right? What happens if you give the $50 ring and let's just say five years ago, that person who was able to only afford the $50 ring, maybe five years down the road is now a multimillionaire. What do you say to that? And then could present you nothing but jewels. What do you say to that? You don't have anything to say? Well, I'm not about the presentation that it has to be a ring. Oh, sorry. Everyone, I'm showing my finger. Anyway, I'm not about that it has to be a million dollars or $10,000 or I have to go into debt for it. I think it's the, what is your intent? What is the purpose? Is it genuine? Are you sincere? Isn't that all that really matters? Is Does love have a price? It doesn't. To some people, they say it would. Yeah? It's, it's priceless. Yeah. I think someone because would say, oh, if you don't I've give me a certain seen, type of ring, means you, know, you don't love me a certain You know, all the stuff that makes me weep. You know, the books that you read, the happy ever after, the Kodak moments. Mm-hmm. It says love is priceless. So hey, I hear you. Okay. I agree with you 100%. Now, what did y'all say? What did you guys say? It oh, the matters? whole concept bothers me. Now, when you talk about, because I didn't, was this on, this was on the book. So how did I miss that? Oh my God. Because I love reading everybody else's comments. Yeah, you're, you're, so Facebook, we who, can talk about that next episode. Next time so you're on. Who, who, Moms and why they're Facebook creepers. That's not, your mom isn't on Facebook. I'm not a creeper. I just like seeing, the, you know, I just like reading other people's thoughts. Sometimes it makes you. I know that when I say something to something you put out there, I notice you never ever replied to that my That is not reply. true. I respond it's to like, you all the time. Oh, put on you never reply to my wisdom. Here's what we're not going to do on this podcast. Here's what we're not going to do. You never reply to my wisdom, to my wisdom. You know, I'm, I'm your mother and I'm a, I never even say mom. I just here's put my thoughts out there. Nobody here's knows Tanya, you no, know who. See, we say we don't even say your name because now, <laughs> now people come talking crazy. If they come with elevated energy levels at you, then I got to meet that but, energy. But, but I'm no, not trying on, to meet on, that energy. On a serious note, 
don't though. If I had seen that, I would have responded and that's what's wrong. Why, why, why do we have to put a price tag on it though? Because that's the society that we live in. It's unfortunate. Okay. But, and here's the so thing, everybody though. Everybody wants to show here, but, up their But range. here's the thing, though. Here's and here's another point I want to make about it. You don't. You. you we're, we're all complex. We're not all one thing. You can like nice things, but still know the value of, of something that you can't put a price on. I like nice things. I think, yeah, I do think you should be in a certain place. Hopefully, ideally, if you're going to make that step. But that certain place doesn't necessarily have to just be about where they you are financially. At certain and that's place. but that's what I'm saying. It's not just about where you're at financially. It's really about where you're at mentally, yes. where you're at emotionally, where you're yes. at spiritually. Whether yes, whether you're yes, not ready yes, to make yes, that step. Yes. But it's like, you know, I understand. I, I can understand both sides. Ultimately, I land on, like, you can't put a price tag on, on love. You can't put a price tag on an intention. And when a man has gotten to a place, what I I'm speaking as a man, is, What right? if it had been a cigar ban, which is what they used to do back in the Personally, day? Personally, I want to do a ring pop. I want to take a ring out of a Cracker Jack okay. box or something. I, I, oh, my God. That's what I was just going to say. Okay. I love the rings in the Cracker Jack box. You're from a different era, man. Oh, man. Do She's I love, I right. love the rings in the Cracker Jack. I'd rather but propose you went there. with a key to a new house. Went there. That's all I want to propose. I a down that. payment on a house. Love that. Love that. Now live in it with me for the rest of your life. Well, I love that. I love that. I love that. But here's what I do want to tell you. you. Right. Here's <laughs> what I want to tell you. Your Real talk. So, you know, your other family member, sister, sister, sister. Yeah, we'll edit that out. It's time to get engaged. <laughs> oh, I, oh, she may listen to this. I don't, okay, I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we'll edit that out too. <laughs> or not. Right. Love you. Or not. <laughs> or not. Uh, but the bottom line is that okay. I was trying to talk her husband. I kept seeing these rings on a certain network TV that sells jewelry and stuff like that. <laughs> and because I thought it was nice, they were like solitaire rings and whatnot. Because for me, it's like, don't why go into debt? You're absolutely right. There is mm. something to be said that if you can't, but I don't, I don't subscribe to if you can't afford the ring, why should you get married? Okay. And it may very well be that I might not subscribe to marriage. So maybe, you know, hey. Sounds like another topic. Right, you might uh, blow people's minds with that one. Well, who said you have to, though? Marriage, to be or not to be. You know, can you not fulfill the same thing without someone saying you're dictated by these guidelines and policies and procedures? That's, yeah, you know. I'm just saying. But anyway, I answered your question about the ring. Anything else? We're coming to the end of the year. End of the year again. You're, okay. uh, you know, objectively, I've said this to you before. I'm going to say it for Come the podcast. Come to live where you guys live. Don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think you're one of the wisest people I know, not because you're my mother, but because I, I've watched you as I've gotten older and as I've grown up and as I've learned the ways of the world. I watch how you, you know, you engage with people. I watch how you're open to learning. I watch how you, you're able to Absolutely. talk about and learn from your experiences. What's, what's something you would tell your younger self really kind of maybe telling us since we're we're younger than you and you raised us to some degree so well obviously me to a whole degree but what what's something you tell your younger self that you think would help our listeners or or us as we go into the new year keep it to no, 1000 characters or less the first thing i actually just like literally the the very first thing that my younger self at 20 in my 20s, that younger self. I think I would have, uh, I I wish I had been wiser to seek out, is it seek out or sort? Seek out a mentor. Hmm. Someone that, someone that 
my younger self could have said, wow, I really admire that person. Maybe they can tell me something I should know or do something differently or um, that's what I would have told my younger self. I would have told myself to think about investing in the opportunities that are, were out there then that have bloomed and magnified like 20 years later. Cryptocurrency. Um, well, okay, maybe, was, I, maybe in here. this day. That's an example now. Maybe that's oh, an yeah. example now. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Where you know something is out there, but you're like, uh, for instance, working in publishing, and I won't say the name of the company, but I will say this. Part of a very big company, and let's say, for example, Amazon came on the scene. And you knew that it was going to be a big thing, but it was just about books. Mm. Look at it now. You know, it's a disruptor, right? Right. So I, I would have wanted a mentor. I, I would have wanted to understand just a little bit about what I was seeing and pay attention. And not have to learn it all you yourself. Know? Well, see, back then, you know what? The emphasis was on family, mm -hmm. right? Oh, you know, family. Family, family, family. Okay, family is not all what it's chalked up to be. Hello. No, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Love family. Hello. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But, uh, <laughs> <You're nuts. laughs> but, but uh, yeah, that's what I would have told. I mean, when you said that, that's the first thing I thought of, honestly, is having someone to guide me, right? Because I used to have uh, thoughts of I wanted to be a flight attendant. And you know why? For no other reason, because I wanted to just fly back and forth and travel the globe. I wanted to be this international buyer. I thought it was exciting at the time, but really that's not what it was about. It was to leave Brooklyn. I had visions of just, and I could still do that, but I'm just saying, I wish I had a mentor back then that would have said, go forth and conquer. And I wish I did. And it could have been in the form of a relative, mm -hmm. but I did not power to the people and so and tell people to go actively find a mentor someone that you respect someone uh. who can give you guidance and make you ready for the world a little bit your younger self your younger self at 20 something uh. not at 30 something so because at 20 something you get to make a lot of mistakes there's a lot of discoveries you know we fall in love we fall out of love we do dumb things those kind of things, mm -hmm. you know. What about us 30-somethings? 30 is when you're beginning to realize, oh, sh oh, 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 don't, don't curse. No, nah, go ahead, curse mom. Curse oh, mom. no, go I ahead. don't. I won't do that. That's a lie. If you ask me what my favorite <laughs> curse word is, I'll tell you. What's your favorite curse word? Just go ahead and say it. F word. No, say it. Say Fuck it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Yo. that word. No, I've never. I've, I, I my love mom, that word. My mom you can, are your son's mother. My mom can say the F word with such passion. I'm talking, Love about, that word, I'm talking about her man. lips will unfurl and just <laughs> let it fly. No, 30s, man, is beautiful because you think you're, oh, wow, I survived my 20s. Yeah. You think about all the stupid stuff you did. And it's just when you hit mid-30, like not 33, 35, and you were like, oh, man, I'm getting older. Uh, uh, I don't think I'm going to feel like that. No, I didn't say you feel. No, old. no, I'm saying. You I, recognize I'm saying, that you're getting. I recognize older. that. Now. I feel. I'm feeling myself right okay, now. Okay, because like I'm a woman of a certain age. A woman of a certain age. And it's <laughs> half the time I forget what that it's like, age is. It's like fine. <laughs> I don't feel what. What did you say? It's like fine wine, mom. Go ahead. It. I just don't feel that way, you know, because mm -hmm. if you could still like 
why not? It doesn't matter how old you are. How do you feel at 33? I feel great. I feel, you You know, you used to say to me like, all the time. There's so much more to come, right? Do you no, feel that No, 100%. I, I feel like I do. I mean, that's something you said to me. I think just joining some of the organizations I've joined, meeting some of the people I've met, I think I've, I've gotten uh, the benefit of a lot of mentors that have reduced my learning curve. I think I've even encountered new mentors within the last two years. Uh, with that, I feel great about 33 because I, I feel like, you know, I um you, you used to say to me all the time, like, you know, 20s is where you make your mistakes, but you learn yourself. 30s is where you know yourself. I No one can tell me about me. That doesn't, 40, that doesn't mean. 40, baby, the party is on after that, okay? You just right. got really excited. I know. I'm just, about I 40. Could, yeah. About 40. I know. I just feel like no one can tell me about me. That doesn't mean I'm not open to criticism and, and critique because I am, but I know myself. I know the good and the bad and the ugly and the indifferent. Do you totally know? 100%. Mm. Don't hit me at the, mm, no, I'm, no, I've no. been I just, talking know, to you my whole life. So. No, I just think that there's always something new to learn. I'm not saying there's not anything new. I'm not saying there's not anything new to learn. I'm not saying there's not anything new to learn. But who I am right now on this day, December 30th, like I, I'm, I, I'm confident that I have a clear picture of who I am, and that to me, most importantly, is looking at the flaws, not just the, the smooth surface. Well, sometimes it depends on which sunken place you're in. You know what I mean? Why I gotta be in a sunken place? You could be in a sunken place. I'm not and in a don't and place. haven't discovered who you are. Yes, you have. Have uh. you discovered who you are, young man? I'm always in a state of discovery. See? He's always in a state of discovery. <laughs> he's always, I feel he is like, always yeah. in a state of discovery. Okay. And then you can get, stay, get surprised. Oh, where did this come from? <laughs> you know, as you grow, you today. learn more about your life as you enter different phases. It's always been like that. You know, kids, fatherhood, marriage, life, individuality. Absolutely. All of it. Professionally. I think we got to wrap on that note, man. Yeah. You want to like, leave us with a thought? You know, we fall down, we get back up. That's the discovery. There goes your thought. Poetry clubs. What can I tell you? Hey, that's, man. The, that's the word, ladies and gentlemen. When we fall down, we get we get back up. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be a, a new year uh, and a new day. We wish you hope, peace, and prosperity going into 2018. Mom, you have anything else to say? Many, many, many blessings, my people. Go be great. Go hey. be great. Love it. Why we play cousins when you can be real cousins? This is Real Cousins Podcast. Thank you for listening. What's going on, everybody? This is Rasan. This is Courtney. We are the Real Cousins Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. If you liked what you heard, leave us a comment down below. If you have questions for the Real Cousins Podcast that you would like us to address at a later episode, also feel free to comment those as well. Take time, follow us on Instagram, find us on Facebook, follow us wherever we're, we're listed at. If we haven't told you, do an internet search, do your Googles, find us. Bye.